Hello there, it's Pam Burrows People Booster and I'm here to remind you that you are fabulous even when you forget and you don't notice how fabulous you are being. I've got some tips and some techniques to help you not burn out because your well-being needs some well-doing. Welcome to the Burnout Buster podcast to help you shed the stress. And let's get straight to it by shedding some stress from our shoulders where we hold a lot of tension. So we've done it quite a few times in this podcast and in my workshops and in my well-being programs and in lots of situations because there are some standard ways we hold on to stress. And one of those is tension in your shoulders, where your shoulders start to rise up towards your ears. And by the end of the day, it feels too painful to even relax them. So let's release a bit of that. Imagine you're shrugging off an old coat, raising your shoulders up towards your ears and then rolling them back and down. And if there is a lot of tension there, then do it slowly and carefully with care and attention. And while you're doing that, raise and lower your eyebrows a couple of times to make sure that you're not all frowny, frowny. And run your teeth around. No, don't run your teeth around your tongue. (laughs) Run your tongue around your teeth to make sure your jaw isn't all tight, clamped shut with the tension and the concentration of whatever you've been doing today. And we're releasing this tension. So whatever you're doing right now, do this carefully. If you're driving the car, then do it with much care and attention and stay concentrating on what you need to concentrate on. But make sure that you're releasing tension. And then you might want to just tilt your head so that you're tipping one ear towards the shoulder on that side and then tipping your left ear to your left shoulder, right ear to your right shoulder just easing out the tension in your neck. And as you're doing that, take some breaths. Are you actually breathing in a relaxed way, making sure that the out breath is even longer? It's the out breath that we do when we hit the sofa at the end of the day. Ah, that out breath is the one that really gives the brain the message that we're relaxing. And just, uh, just occurred to me, I hadn't planned to say this, but it just popped into my head that yesterday I thought I'm going to relax a bit. So I sat down at the dining table and started reading. And then I kind of thought, oh, no, I need to need to be in a, a softer chair. So I went into the lounge and I lay down on the sofa and immediately felt the difference between not just a soft seat, but the difference between sitting up and lying down. When you lie down, you properly relax. Your heart isn't having to pump so hard because it's um, your body's upright. There's all kinds of changes that happen physiologically when you lie down. How often do you just take a five-minute lie down, lying down flat? It's also good for your back if you've been sitting up a lot and working at the computer or driving because um, lying flat on the floor, in fact, if it's comfortable and warm enough for you, lying flat on the floor is almost a backbend if you've been doing a lot of sitting at, uh, sitting at a desk. So have a think about sitting down and lying down, taking proper rests. Anyway, back to it. What I want to talk to you about today is singing. 
Now, um, for about a year or so, I've been with my wonderful partner, Annie, running singing sessions on Zoom. And we do this for people with Alzheimer's and their carers. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried to sing on a Zoom call, but everybody's in a different place uh, with all different devices. And if you try and do anything synchronized, it's all out of sync. It just doesn't work. And so what we do is Annie plays some tunes that she's chosen that have videos with the lyrics on. So they're all original tunes. It's not a karaoke with just a background. There's actually a singer singing and the words come up on the screen and we all mute ourselves. Now, this has two good benefits. One is that the synchronization doesn't matter. And secondly, nobody can hear you sing because I can't properly sing in tune hardly ever. And um, I don't I don't purport to be a singer at all. I'm just the host. So we chat in between. We have a lovely time. I get people doing a little bit of well-being stuff at the same time. And it's just wonderful. We have so much, so much fun with it. Now, my point being that the singing that we do lifts people's spirits. Now, there's lots of things happening at the same time. Singing uses a particular part of the brain that really boosts our spirit and our nervous system. The fact of singing means that you're concentrating on the song rather than concentrating on, you know, Let's say, for instance, you wake up in the morning and you've got a bit of a day ahead of you or you had a difficult day the day before and immediately you wake up, perhaps even before you've properly woken up and opened your eyes, you're already worrying. You're thinking, oh, what if this or "Oh, that went wrong and your brain is just running away with you. Start your day that way, it's not going to get much better or it's going to be very difficult to, to turn that day into something more positive. And that's where singing can help because while you're singing, you can't be thinking about all of that other stuff. If you can't think of a a song to sing, you could just hum. Humming is, again, uh, there's, there's more than one thing going on. So not just the distraction, but whether you're singing or you're humming, what you're also doing is you're creating vibrations in the body. And those vibrations are very soothing to the nervous system. So you might want to just hum as you're listening to me, as long as you can still hear what I'm saying, have a little hum along. And you don't have to know a tune. It doesn't have to be a tune. You can make up your own tune or it can just be monotone. It doesn't matter. So this whole thing about singing or humming is really, really good for your well-being. And of course, if you're singing a song that you enjoy, then that's just going to be a joy in itself. And singing's one of those things. Singing, drawing and dancing, I think, are the three key things that if we don't do it marvellously, we get self-conscious about it and we say, oh, I can't do that. So we don't do it. And that's the last reason for not doing it. Don't do it if it hurts. Don't do it if it's injurious. Don't do it if it's an inappropriate situation for doing it. But never stop singing, laughing, dancing, drawing, painting, creating just because you think you're not good enough at it. Because what's good enough? It's not, it's not about a finished product. It's about the enjoyment of doing it. So 
find a song you like to sing. Find one that you know the words to. I was thinking of, you know, it's a long way to Tipperary. It's not a favourite song of mine, but it's one I know the words to because I've heard it so many times. Maybe, you know, singing Happy Birthday or the humming the tune to the Magic Roundabout, whatever it might be, something that resonates for you. Maybe an old rock song, you know, The Eye of the Tiger or something that's uh, maybe even a bit cheesy. Some Queen songs, you know, really rock it out. Nothing's going to stop me now. Um, And uh, no, what is it? Don't stop me now. Um, I want to break free. See, I can't sing. All of those songs have really good resonance in the drum that is your chest and your voice box, you know, just making those sounds is really, really good. So you are blocking out the, or you're kind of, you're changing the, in the the old way, you're changing the CD. You're taking out the anxiety CD and the what if this goes wrong and why did that go badly? You're taking out that CD and you're putting in a decent tune to, um, to sing along to instead. Past regrets, future anxieties, there's no room for them if you're singing or humming. So have a think about what you might use for that and try and do it as a, as a new habit that any time you become conscious that there's something uh, worrying, something that's going to take you down a bit of a rat hole of kind of woe is me or oh dear, this is going to go wrong, um, negative thoughts about something that you've got, you know, let's say you've got a speech coming up and you've already decided that you're going to forget your words and sound nervous and it's all, you know, the audience are going to hate what you're saying or, you know, you're already starting to worry about it. Notice it, take a deep breath and begin to sing. If you are somewhere where it's really, really inappropriate to sing, You can just do it in your head because whilst you're singing in your head, that is still leaving no room. You've still changed the CD. There's no room for whatever else was going on in your head before you began to sing or to hum or to whistle or to just make any kind of sound that is you doing something else. You could even just go la, 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 la and just make up a tune. So all of these things are good. They're making you breathe longer. They're creating vibrations, which make the nervous system happy, particularly the vagus nerve, which is the longest cranial nerves that come out of the sides of the skull, down behind the ears and down the neck into the chest and really make a big difference to two key things, how we rest and how we digest. And of course, when you digest well, there are brain cells in the gut. When the gut is happy, we can think clearer, we, can, uh, we feel more motivated and more positive. So make your vagus nerve happy by singing a song, humming a tune or just humming. It doesn't matter if it isn't even a tune. So I'm going to do something with you now that encourages you to have a go at this because what we're going to do is the least melodic way of ticking this box because what we're going to do is the B breath and basically you take in a nice long deep breath and as you breathe out you make a humming sound like a B. If you want to there is a way of doing this where you allow your teeth to touch slightly so there's also a vibration in your teeth. Some people really don't like that sensation. Play around with it, see what you like. 
You can also do this as a complete um, sensory boost, if you like, by um, plugging your ears and covering your eyes at the same time. So the vibrations of the hum really fill your whole head whilst you're doing it. And the longer that you can do it for, the more you'll notice the difference. But we're just going just gonna to do it for a little while just to demonstrate. So get yourself comfy. And if it's appropriate wherever you are right now, if you've got your headphones on and you're on a bus or something, you may not want to do this. But it may mean that you get a seat to yourself because people move away. Um, up to you. Uh, but if you are somewhere where you don't really want to hum out loud, you can just do it in your head. You will still notice the difference. Okay, so get comfy. Roll your shoulders another couple of times. Ease your head and neck out. And then let's take a nice long deep breath in. And hum the breath out. If you need to breathe in sooner than I do, that's no problem at all. Make your breaths nice and long, but whatever length of breath is right for you. you're at we'll take one more long breath in and a hum the breath out and that'll be the final one mm. and once you've finished that last B breath just let yourself Sit for a moment and notice how you feel. Notice if it feels like those vibrations are still sending echoes around your nervous system. Noticing how it feels. And then let's just do another stretch. You might want to clasp your hands behind your back and lean back a little into that. Oh, a little stretch, a little roll of the shoulders, a little tilt of the head. And just notice how you feel. Whenever you're feeling a bit out of sorts, move. The first thing that you can do about how you feel is move and breathe differently. Especially if you've been sitting around a lot. It's likely that everything's got a little bit stagnant and you need to, to just shift yourself and ease out that stress. And if you do that on a regular basis, what happens is you don't get that build-up of tension in the body that then leads to slip discs and um, you know problems with your circulation or pulled muscles, all the other things that happen when everything's a little bit stagnant. So I hope that's uh, been an enjoyable little bee breath moment there. And let's remember that... Just a little song can change the way that you feel. 
have a think about what songs you might use. You could even learn the words to a song as a, you know, do it on purpose, a song that, that you really enjoy that's going to really cheer you up. You might choose something really well-known like Wonderwall. Um, it could be an advert, you know, my finger of fudge is just enough to give the kids a treat. It could be anything that you're going to be able to remember. Ain't no mountain high enough. Oops, I did it again would be really appropriate. Um, or, you know, whatever song appeals to you. Because in that moment, when your brain is just about to head into, oh, worrying about this that's happened or worrying about this that hasn't happened yet, you can immediately change the way that you feel about it by bursting into song and do it in your head if it's not appropriate to do it out loud. So I hope you have found that useful. I hope that you have a go at it because, you know, Sometimes you might think, well, I don't think that would work. But, you know, you don't know unless you have a little go and see how you feel about it. If you haven't already, then go to my website, pamburrows.com. And at the bottom of every page, you can sign up for my Monday motivation message. And at 6 a.m. every Monday morning, I will send you a little email to remind you how fabulous you are, to remind you how well you're doing. And a little message about my rescue chickens and how they're getting on. And I always include a video with a technique or something that might help you with you and your well-being. And if you've got a team and that team has a budget for external speakers, then let me come and do a workshop either online or in person to give you some live well-being techniques and information or a keynote at your next conference, because we all know a little bit about well-being that we don't always put into practice. So it's really good to start to build a culture in your organisation that means everybody is a little bit better, a little bit more well, more of the time. So that's it for this time and do drop me an email if you want to chat about any of the things that I've talked about, pam at pamburrows.com. In the meantime, my darling, as always, take very good care of your very precious self. (laughs) 